Hello, welcome to Chopcast. Um, my media board disappeared. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. It's um, so Adam Duvall is no longer brave. He's going to the Red Sox. Chip <laughs> Carey is no longer a Braves commentator. Um, and Dana Brown, our vice president of scouting, is now the general manager of the World Series champion Astros. Lots of changes. Lots and lots of mm. very unexpected changes on top of expected changes. And change is scary. And it scares me. It's terrifying. Um, yeah. No one likes but, that. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll get into it in a second. I'm going to let this royalty-free sports competition music epic background music play for a second it's coming don't worry it's it's about to play <laughs> we won't get to hear it um sam how are you i haven't talked to you in like uh, yeah seen your face in like a month yeah so. it's been a minute um yeah, just the uh, the Ides of January out here, because um, it's like like New York's such a weird like I don't I don't mean to like New York New York in this this conversation, but like I've noticed like once once Christmas ends, it's like it's just winter, you know, <laughs> like 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 you walk you walk, like I work yeah I work in Midtown and like I walk outside and like the tree's not there anymore and like there are no fun lights. It's just like. Fucking the 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 sun sets at four forty five and yeah um no but it's it's been good definitely um just yeah nose the grind set at the moment um I actually saw a baseball related Broadway show last night which was good really yeah I don't know if you've heard about it but uh Mm -mm. I I saw the show it's called Take Me Out um and you'll definitely get a kick yeah yeah well it's I mean the whole idea is that it's a baseball pun. That's why it's called Take Me Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. No, I get it. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I, I know it's it's hard. It's hard to understand. But so I, I'm going. I, I honestly, it's like with Broadway shows, like I'm trying to go to more. I saw The Lion King the other week. But like this one, this basically like this was explained to me like it won the Super Bowl of like musicals. Like it won like the best, you know, the the top musical of the, the, of the year. The Tony? Yeah, the Tony. The Tony. The Tony. And uh but I was like, Oh, it's baseball, it's Broadway, like sure, it sounds great. So I walk in, they immediately take my phone, they put it in like a bag. Like one that really? you like can't yeah, you like can't unlock it. It's like done for three hours. Like, so I was, like it, okay. it explodes if you open it or something. Yeah, exactly. They kill you. They fucking execute you in the back of the head if you take it out. Um <laughs> But Which, yeah, so they so, quick interjection. I uh, I've been watching Band of Brothers for the first time. You know what that is? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh, that's like the, the mid two thousands thing, right? It's, it's like uh, I think it's nineties. Uh, okay. Was, yeah. Like uh, it's a mini series on World War Two, like these airborne paratroopers. Um, but so it just there was some crazy like thinking of like people our age dying in crazy ways. I just looked up like most <laughs> unusual deaths. <laughs> And I was, it was, I was getting just freaked like, out. But I was, just like, fucking Gen Z scrolling, like, nothing's, yeah. like, <laughs> nothing hurts you anymore. Yeah, yeah, I was just scrolling, and, um, oh my god, I can't remember my point. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember where I was going. Band of Brothers, uh, the, they execute in the back of the head. Oh, and, yeah, oh, dude, yeah, the, yeah. so, um, there was, there was, uh, 
<laughs> there was a this was real life this wasn't like a movie that there was a pizza man who was part of a bank robbery um but he was double crossed in this bank robbery and they put an explosive neck collar <laughs> around him Jesus. and it it blew oh. up his head I've I've actually seen that video. Like video. <laughs> I, I, figured, I figured if someone had to be you cuz you've you, yeah, you've been on the Reddit death thread. Yeah, before, yeah, right? no. I was like an, okay, this might explain a lot. But like I was the guy in middle school in the back of the bus like on live leak, you know, like seventh grade. <laughs> fucking uh, like head like iPhone or iPod touch just like watching. Not to get dark or anything, but uh Dude, I yeah, saw man. some crazy <laughs> stuff on that list. They had Steve Irwin on that list, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hugged his finger. That's an idiot. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so, like, uh, you know, I walk into the theater. They take my phone. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, turns out it's, like, a super homoerotic show, like, which is, like, you know, it's Broadway. It is what it is. But, like, mm-hmm. they, like, they're, they're, like, scenes in, like, the locker room, the showers, where, like, guys on stage were just, like, naked. Like, you could see everything. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was what unbelievable. What the hell? Uh-huh. <laughs> It did you like, sit there and you're you're you were you were you either shocked or were you like yeah mm-hmm, yeah this is yeah art. I just, like, <laughs> well i was i was in the background or i was in like the very back row and like the first time it happens like a dude just walks out like fully naked and you hear <laughs> so you hear a, a bunch of people in the crowd just like <gasps> and you're and i was like i shock value is not a thing for me anymore i think i made that more than clear <laughs> at this point like, like i'm just i'm just sitting there like hmm, interesting and then it's just like more and more um but yeah it's good Goodness. it's a good show um yeah no because uh, of all because of all the nudity and the yeah yeah definitely that was what made it the best yeah it's, it the... definitely it didn't it didn't detract from it but it was good yeah definitely um that's that's how i've been uh things are good can't complain nice. how, about your, how, how about yourself it's been uh been like a month since i've been here yeah um it's fine uh like you said i mean same as say, well, New York, you have, you know, you walk outside during Christmas and it's all pretty and stuff, and then you get it ripped away in January. Uh, yeah. Here, like, it, it's a little less extreme, but it's still, you know, the Jan Febs. Yeah. Which I've, I've, I've found out, like, isn't a popular term that people use. Like, I've looked yeah. it up online, and it's, it, it was just, like, an our high school thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was for, for background. I didn't know that. Yeah, for for background, it's like when you know we we went to a school that was like a boarding school. It's like half uh, like half boarders, half days. I was a board, I was a boarder. Griffin was not. Um, but basically, first year, like freshman year, they were like, okay, you're gonna come back after Christmas break, and you're gonna get the Jan Fabs. Like the Jan Fabs is the whole idea of like you're just super depressed during January, February. But I, I agree, I've never really heard that term outside of where we went to school. Yeah, but I mean, it's true. I think. January and February are the second and third worst months of the year. Yes. Uh, what's the first? What's the first one? August. I just. It's my birthday month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I August it's just like it's hot and there's not much going on. Like football hasn't really started yet, and then it's. Yeah. Uh, and usually it reminds me of the beginning of school, and I just yeah and doing and doing icebreakers with people in class yeah, and being like terrible. what's a what's a fun fact and it's like everything is new in a bad way <laughs> i don't know i i'm a cynical person change. and yeah just change it's scary august august can lick my nuts i don't know I yeah don't like definitely it. But yeah, january and february are close after um mm-hmm. it's been fine i've been going around and doing meetings with people and interviews and stuff and trying to find a job uh 
which I found a cool couple things. Uh, hopefully, I'm not gonna say much about it because it's still not a, for, like a sure thing. But there's a startup that I might end up working for. Um, Very cool. Very cool. They they uh they're pretty awesome. I'll tell you about them when I get. I've done two interviews so far with them. Mm. And I was supposed to do another one this week, but it might be next week now. So epic. We'll Glad see. Hear that's but, going well. so. but they're they're here. They're here in Chattanooga mm. and but they're moving their headquarters to New York in like two years. Um Join me. But I think that they're gonna it sounds like they're gonna try to like buy a home in Chattanooga or something and then go back and forth like a couple weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, Very neat. Yeah, but anyway, um, the Braves we'll get to them. Um, I the last like month, all of December, pretty much, other than the Dansby thing, which we never really covered on here, but mm-hmm. like we cut Will and I talked about it for like three minutes last episode mm-hmm. where we all it was it's like i feel like all of us had the same opinion where it's sad but the amount of money he got like i don't yeah i no, wouldn't i no. wouldn't do that at all um it's it's much, still it's still genuinely baffling how he got that much yeah, but i guess I the, mean, cubs, the cubs just want to be good again so i think they're willing to yeah but their their moves just like don't it's kind of like the same as last year, but a little more extreme. Like they need to do a rebuild, but they won't fully commit. So they sign a lot mm. of these guys that like have a pretty high ceiling. Yes, but also, that's a really like, good... a pretty low floor. Uh, like like Bellinger, yeah. Swanson. Yeah, great like, examples. They aren't paying them a ton, but like Dansby's a pretty large contract for who he is. Like yes. um. Yeah. I was looking back at his baseball reference, and I talked about this last week, but this past year was the only year that he had above 100 OPS plus. Yeah, that, I'm, I actually knew that. It's, like, not surprising, honestly. And, like, I mean, he's great defensively, and that's where a lot of his value is. But, like, obviously that's going to de- decline as he goes into his 30s. Yeah. Um, being a shortstop. Uh, and seven years is, like, that's a decent amount of time with him, but it's just the money that they're paying him is... Like, it, like I was telling Will, if he didn't have the year that he did this year uh, and he didn't have, like, just kind of the franchise appeal to him, he would have been, like, an $80 million contract at the most mm-hmm. last year. And also, if the shortstop market wasn't the way that it was this year, which, like, no one yeah. could have expected yeah, how it's, it's, ridiculous this was. Yeah, it totally um, – I mean, the Correa saga has obviously been, like, so just wild, but, like – like Turner and Bogarts getting those yeah, massively yeah. long I mean, contracts. Tur- Turner is Trey Turner's signed through what, like forty three years old, forty two years old? Like Yeah, they're both they're both gonna... signed through like forty two, forty three. Yeah, it's like at that point you lose your appeal as a shortstop. It's literally just like locking down players. So I feel like there was like Dansby like it was just like a perfect storm. I mean, granted like he was fantastic for his for us like this, you know, past year, but you know, so he like kind of made his own luck, but yeah, that you're 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 totally correct. Like I would not, I was not too bummed about it when I saw what he was given. Yeah, yeah. it's still like sad because, <laughs> yeah, I like the guy. Um, yeah, of course. But <clears throat> it just with his production, I don't know. That there was a certain line I wouldn't 
willing to cross financially. Mm-hmm. Um, which I did find out the other day that uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that we have to spend a whole ton of money, which I mean, we haven't spent that much mm-hmm. this off season, but we're still, we have the fourth highest projected payroll in the MLB. Mm-hmm. So we are spending um, not Steve Cohen money, but we still are. But uh, Liberty Media is the largest sports owner group in the world, which I did not know. They own Formula One. Liberty Media. Yeah. Uh, Wow. I actually did not know that. I did not know that they own Formula One. That makes so much sense now because everyone talks about like the F1 and Braves like stock ticker thing. So it totally makes sense why they're like, you know, they're grouped. Um. Yeah, yeah, they they own a couple other things too. I can't remember, but they're worth like twenty point eight billion dollars. Yeah, think, as a group. Sirius uh, XM, Braves, Formula One. Yeah, they wow. own Sirius XM too. I guess yeah, yeah. Goodness, I didn't, I didn't even know Sirius XM was like a thing. <laughs> it yeah. is very much still a thing for like middle aged people. They they love Sirius XM. Like um, Howard Stern and like the <laughs> Mad Dog guy. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, is that dude still alive? Howard yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man. <laughs> um, but anyways, Duvall, I none of us projected him going to the Braves. I feel like we all kind of saw that that was not going to happen. Um, and I was fine with not signing him. He was in kind of another situation with like Dansby, where I I like the guy. I've honestly probably liked Duvall more than I did Dansby as a person, for what I see. We're not in the clubhouse and whatever, but just you know from <laughs> what I see. Uh, and also his yeah. his son's his son Stone's relationship with Blooper was so special. Oh, you know, it was they're amazing. Getting, they're yeah. getting ripped apart. Um, that's yeah. the saddest. Those videos, thing. yeah, those videos are hard to watch. They're yeah. like so adorable, but yeah, definitely hard to watch. Um, but just I was thinking, like, oh, we're not gonna sign him because we were gonna, we would like to sign him for a cheap deal. Um, and some other team, like I projected the Padres was going to sign him for like a four or five year deal for like close to 80 million or more. Um, Mm. just someone who would blow money, even though the Mets were on him pretty hard apparently, but the fact that he signed a one year, $7 million contract with the Red Sox who were like not going to be competitive next year. Like that was a cheap deal for him. I felt like that yeah. was what sh- surprised me a little bit. Yeah. What, what was what was your reaction to seeing that contract? Yeah, honestly, um, I wasn't really sure what to make of all of it because honestly, like Adam Duvall just like completely slipped off my radar in the first place. Uh, like I hate to yeah. say it, but you know he didn't. I mean he he wasn't even on the. I mean he was on a roster last year, but he he got like an inj- injury right, and then just like I mean yeah he was gone he was, for like, like two yeah. or three months. Yeah, he was gone for a really long time. Like, he, he kind of fell off the radar there. And then the conversation kind of turned to, like, okay, what are we going to do with Ozuna and Rosario? And, like, Duval wasn't even in there. So I guess, like, I parted with him without really parting with him. Um, Duval, it kind of sucks, honestly, because I think Duval has been, like, a dark horse, like, fan favorite. Like, people, everyone loves yeah. him. You know, I don't, I don't think there's anyone that, like, disliked him. Uh, also, the fact that, like, he was on the Braves and then he went to the Marlins. Then he like came back during the middle of the season, like especially the season we won the world series. Like that's kind of, 
you know, there's definitely going to be some layover there. Yeah. Uh, like Grand Slam them. in Game 5. Even though it didn't well, end up meaning anything, it was still, like, that was probably one of the best moments in Braves history. Oh, yeah. It's, it's actually funny. The other tab I have open in my uh, browser right now is the Solaire Leaves the Building like Astros like three run home run because I was watching it last night I'm mm-hmm. um, after the play actually because there's a really good monologue about how like epic like the home run is and the trot and everything but like mm-hmm. if we won that game like Duvall would have been the Solaire of yeah Braves like ever he would have been remembered the way that like that Solaire home run was remembered yeah and it's still remembered. like uh, I've seen a couple compilations and just like different Braves pages ranking like their favorite Braves moments from that season. And a lot of people had that grand slam as number one. Oh um, yeah. I, I remember just losing my mind. Like I could not get a grasp on reality when that was happening. It was fucking yeah. incredible. It's like, I kind of, when stuff like that happens, I usually end up blocking it out of my memory. If it's a loss, I can, you know, I remember mm. where I am for yeah. wins and whatever. Um, like most of the uh 2017 super bowl just completely gone from my memory like uh, other than just knowing where i was um and then watching you walk to the car when the patriots won the coin toss yeah no i i re- there there are two distinct points of that night i remember for gun and fit it's the the robert alvard pick six i remember i like grabbed the plate of wings and then i turned around and i saw him running with the ball and I almost dropped the plate, and then I remember leaving when they lost the coin toss. That's literally it. <laughs> and, like, even the fact that I remember the Rob- – I think the Robert Alford pick six was, like, the most euphoric moment of my life. <laughs> like, I can genu- like, I can genuinely say, like, I've, you know, I've been around for 23 years now. That was, like, the most, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening right now moment I think I've ever had. Yeah. And then it, was- it all came crashing down. <laughs> yeah. I-, I just remember – you walking out, and then I remember the main thing was uh, one of our friends, Teddy. It was twenty-eight to three, you know that that, <laughs> that popular score. Um, yeah. And it was it was like middle third quarter or something, and Teddy was saying something about like when we win, like we should go do this or something like that. And then you and Laughlin both telling yeah. him like, "Shut up, Teddy." Like the game's not over, and then he was like, "Dude, it's, it's twenty-eight to three. There's <laughs> no way that they can win." <laughs> oh and man! I, I just I remember once the game ended, the first person I looked at was Teddy, <laughs> and with just yeah, so much it, anger. <laughs> just like I mean, because he, he, no he, he, yeah, he had no stake. Yeah, because he did either. it. It's his. Fault. Um, it's all his fault. Oh man, what a tough one. Anyways, but can we dude, please no? I don't want to do this yeah. right now. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, that could have been like the biggest moment, solidified as the biggest moment in 21st century Braves play. Um, Without question, yeah. And it's I'd still put it like top ten. Uh, for yeah, myself. yeah. I mean, for for the moment, like, I mean, if we if we had won that game, I think it'd be one of the top three but like i just mm. remember feeling like it was just too early in the game that was the issue if, if we're really gonna go into it like it was just well, too just, early yeah we would have won if we had like an actual starter on the mound and not yeah tucker it was like davidson. kyle wright right or tucker davidson kyle yeah. wright did well when he had to have like basically a spot start because dylan lee was the starter yeah. i think that was game yeah. four and we ended up winning 
Yeah. And that was when they had the Solaire and oh yeah, Swanson back to back home back to back. Yeah, oh, my God. Um. um anyways. But yeah. I mean, yeah. All, all things considered, Duval like he'll be he'll be missed. He's definitely kind of hitting that point where it's like, okay, we can't pay more than that realistically. Um, yeah, no, I, definitely I, weird I, move, weird move for the Red Sox too. I agree. Yeah, I mean they've been making weird moves this whole year and for the last several years, honestly. Um, yeah. And they signed Devers with that massive contract, and like they have no yeah. one to put around him right now. Um, yeah. But so just I'm looking through like his his past seasons, and so 2021 was his best year. Uh, he had a 2.7 WAR and he had 113 RBIs, which was ridiculous. Um, the only other years was that was close to that. He had 2.5 and 2.6 and 17 and 16. Um, last year was not a good year for him. I remember even when he was healthy, like right before he, so right before he injured himself, he had like, it was a ridiculous hitless streak. I can't remember how long yeah. it went. Um, I feel like it was like. 30 at bats it's or something ridiculous mm. like that though yeah. um and then he kind of started doing a little better uh once we went out to colorado and we were turning things around and then he got injured soon after um so you can't he played he played in 86 games so that's still mm. i mean it's half the season um had 36 RBIs, which is like his main thing. He always has a really low average and a bunch of RBIs and a decent bit of homers. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that season he had last year was not very impressive. Um, no. And he still had a .9 war, which is decent. Like That's pretty solid. And mm-hmm. I'm just looking at his, uh, his projections, and I'm just going to use Steamer because it's the one that people use most, and it's also pretty funny sounding. Hell yeah. Um, but he's projected for a .5 war next year. Um, 55 RBIs, 20 homers, um, mm. and a K rate of 30.5, which is a slight Good improvement Lord. from last year. Uh, <laughs> he's actually he's tremendously more valuable with the glove than he is with the bat, apparently. Um, Adam Duvall? Yeah. Wow. Even um, even on, even in 2021, uh, like, the offensive and defensive war, offensive is way, way higher, which it should be. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of offensive war, he had negative 0.6. A lot of that has to do with, like, his average and his strikeout rate, though. Um, yeah. And then defensively, he had a nine war, which is why he won the Gold Glove that year, which was hmm. pretty underrated that he did. Um, yeah, definitely. And so this next year, just I don't even know how this is possible. Uh, I guess it's just he'll play more games. Um, but so last year, he didn't have a great year, and he had – a negative 2.2 offensive war and a 0.4 defensive war uh, that somehow <laughs> came to 0.9. Um, mm. Don't know how that works at all. Um, but mm. this next year, he's got a 0.5, and he has offensive of negative 6.1 and then defensive of negative 2.6. Wow. Which will be the first year since the very <clears throat> first year that he started playing 
that he'll have negative in both categories. So, I mean, I feel like most Braves fans kind of saw that he was on the decline anyways. Um, mm-hmm. And he is 34 now. Um, mm-hmm. So he's kind of up there in age. But I mean, like, I would have gladly signed him to a one-year seven seven million dollar contract. Still, um, really seven million. Yeah, I mean, we're already above uh, the luxury, luxury tax. tax. Yeah, and I I don't know. I don't, just looking at the other options we have, which is Rosario and Ozuna, mm-hmm. it, it would be nice to have a backup option. But I agree. Because I feel like he's a good spot start guy. I think it'll be a lot like he would have been a lot like Travis Darnell will be a catcher. You know, you don't yeah. like he'd be good in the lineup and put him in the field when you need him. But you know, he's not. I don't think he's an everyday guy. Yeah, and he's definitely. I, I feel like he's going to keep going down. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's just tough seeing him sign like that cheap of a deal with somebody else. Um, yeah. I guess maybe part of it was that he wanted to be an everyday starter and he didn't feel like he was going to get that in Atlanta. Um, so, but I started looking at all the other guys that like we signed in the outfield or traded for this off season, which is a bunch of people that we're going to most likely look to trade because mm-hmm. our farm system is so just barren at this point. Like, I think we are either 29th or 30th in farm system rankings right now. Uh, really? Which is rough. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. So we're trying to reload. Um, that might, that might, it might be updated. I think there's a... I, I feel like it's like the White Sox and then us. Yeah. I feel like I... I we we are, we are the bottom two. Yeah. Um, uh, but... Yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely not, not great. I mean, but, Michael uh, Harris, Michael Harris, and Bryce Elner were kind of our last two. Like, I mean, you could throw um, Kyle Muller in there as well, but I feel like we kind of exhausted everything. Yeah, uh, and Grissom's not a prospect anymore because uh, yeah. he's had enough abs. Um, yeah, yeah, so we're tw- we're twenty seven right now, according to MLB.com. When when was that article made though? This is um updated for twenty twenty two. It was released. August 23rd, 2022. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, I think I can't remember where you can find it, but uh, we're definitely bottom two right now. Yeah. 29th or 30th. Because that's include that's from August, and that's including like half of what was our top 10 prospects. Yes. Um, yeah, Bob Grissom. Yeah. So all these guys we either traded for or we have signed a very cheap deals. Um, including Jordan Luplo, uh, who we did a one-year $1.4 million. Kevin Pillar is on a minor league contract, but if he gets to the majors, it's supposedly a $3 million contract. Um, Sam Hilliard is still on a pre-arb, so he's making a couple hundred thousand, maybe closer to a million. Um Eli White is also on pre-arb, so it's the same thing. I don't really expect him to do much this year, though. But I was going around and looking at the war for each of these guys, 
and Jordan Leplo is actually projected to have to have more WAR than Adam Duvall is, uh, yeah. with That's with point six. Um, it's not great, but it's not negative, so that's good. Yeah, I mean it's solid. Uh, yeah, and, that's what you that's what you want. And I mean that's kind of what we expect all of these guys is to be, or not all of them, but I would definitely say Leplo and Pilar is. I feel like we know one of those guys is going to be solid, like an average yes, player. Yeah. Um, Sam Hilliard and Eli White are just kind of like. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But Leplo's got a point six, and then uh, Pilar and Hilliard are point one, and Eli White is just zero, which, mm-hmm. honestly, that's not terrible. Because um, be- being at zero war basically means you are an average player. Because it's like, yes. you, can, yeah. you can be negative. Um, which, just comparing this, I went and looked at Eddie Rosario and Marcelo Zuna's projections as well. Um, Rosario's negative 0.1, so just a little bit below average. Um, and then Ozuna is at a 0.6. So, uh, yeah. same as Leplo and higher than Duvall by a little bit as well. Um, which steamer projections have Ozuna for only 16 home runs, which I just I think I, I don't think that's true. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna home runs. I was right. gonna say he's gonna hit like 30 home runs and bat like 224 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly think I don't know if we want to talk much Ozuna, but I feel like he's due for a comeback here. This is yeah. Maybe. I mean he's got a he's got a window like yeah if he, where he if he if he doesn't have a good year this year he's either getting traded in some lopsided deal or just completely dfa'd um this is the third year of his contract um four years 65 million making 16.3 aav yeah Mm. i think basically all of these guys that we have in the outfield in left field slash dh are all on the trading block it, right now like 100 percent. They, yeah. they are starting on the trading block which is currently you know rosario and azuna have negative trade value and like significantly negative trade value um <laughs> so like we'll pay you yeah <laughs> yeah where even if they i don't know i really hope one of them does well so that we can trade them. Yes. At the least. Um, but yeah, basically all of these outfielders are bargains and bets on people we can try to trade. Uh, mm. But anyway, just I bringing it up because bring it, putting it in comparison with Duvall with uh, people upset, kind of like you were saying uh, about... Him being a low-key fan favorite, I would agree. Uh, I don't know anyone who, like, really hated Duvall. I, he would frustrate people because of how much he struck out all the time, and he definitely, yeah, yeah. when he would have his slumps, that'd be pretty bad. But just as a person, and then how, typically how many RBIs he was raking in, like, and the defense he played, no one could really complain. 
Um, but yeah, and uh, the one of our followers, uh, who's like my adoptive mom, she, that she keeps <laughs> saying, um, Beverly Brown, Adam Duvall was her favorite player, so she uh, mm. was very unhappy about him going to the Red Sox. Um, so I'm I'm sorry, Bever- Beverly. Um, <laughs> Hate but, to see it happen. But yeah, I don't think think it's a super big loss. Um, I've been getting some people, and some of them are the same people, and I'm not going to say who they are, but I sometimes I'm okay with people stirring the pot in the comments so that I, you know people start conversations in there and whatever. But like, there's a couple people that are just so pessimistic about everything and it's like i put the post up duval going to the red Sox, and it's just the instant like what are we doing What's going oh, on? oh my <laughs> gosh it's like i don't know i'm gonna miss him but he's not it's not detrimental at mm-hmm. all pretty easily replaceable at this point maybe he goes and has a monstrous season but like he is not projected for that anyway it would be a very big surprise um yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on Duval or all these outfielders? Um, honestly, I'm just excited to see who emerges. That's all. Um, yeah, from that from that group. I think you know. I, I I really think it'll be Ozuna, but you know he's. Yeah, so is that, I don't know. Is that your is that your choice for your early choice for breakout player of the year right now? I think. Oh my god. Or surprising player it, of the year. I think. He, I mean, he's, he's, I just don't know if he's rattled or not. Cause like he has flashes of being really good. And like, at this point, I think like what happened is kind of behind, you know, I, I think yeah. he's done a lot of self-sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot for sure. Um, but like I, I'm Ozuna from the Braves, like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> which I but, mean, yeah, that whole situation, he did end up like, he wasn't drunk he definitely was buzzed, but, like, he was kind of, yeah. I don't know. It, people made a much bigger deal about it than it really was. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he could be breakout for sure. Um, I think Sean Murphy is much better than a lot of people realize. Like, I think he's going to be. Yeah, he's projected incre- third in war on our team right now, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, not, I don't think many people would, like, even realize that. Um, he's going to be, like a huge addition. And then the fact that we have him and Darno, they can basically just like having, you know, uh, you know, you know, rotating door of like, not rotating door, but like, you know, having an option where you can switch off between DHs and like with two catchers, like that's just unheard of. So that's good. Um, and then I think Von Grissom's either going to boom or bust. I don't think he's ready, but if he is clearly they, you know, we're ready for him, so we'll see. Yeah. But it's nice. Those are kind of the radar with that guys. situation. It's nice to like he has a pretty high ceiling as well. Um, yeah. He never played shortstop in the minors. He was always a second mm. baseman. So that's that's the concerning part with the fielding. Um, but it's nice that Arcia is right behind him. And, I agree. Yeah. I mean Arcia when he he can do pretty poorly, but uh, he's. You got experience, and he can at least be a placeholder until the trade deadline yeah. if we needed it. Yeah, um, like I, I really, I really don't think Von Grissom is the type of guy that like. I mean, think about it. he's a rookie. Like, very, very, very few rookies 
are ready to go because um, they're kids. And, like, when you have a rookie that's ready to go, you kind of know. And, like, I don't think Vaughn Grissom's there, but I think you're right. Like, having kind of, like, a person to fa- – not necessarily fall back on, but someone to fill in the gaps, like, you know, literally. Um, that'll be I, – I think that'll be good for him, like, just mentally. Um, hopefully it works out, but we'll see. There's – I honestly don't even really know what to expect. I'm excited. And worst case is we have Orlando RC at shortstop, which I'm honestly fine with at this point. Yeah. It's definitely not something I'd want all year long uh, and try to go to the, like trade somebody for, which we're going to need these, some of our guys in the outfield to perform to even do a trade because right now the farm system is just so bad, but we have to be a rental for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Also, Snit made a made a comment that um, Grissom is a hundred percent not playing in left field next year. Uh, yeah. At least yeah. is the plan. But yeah. Um. Anyways, we got like ten minutes, so we'll just kind of go over the next. So Chip Carey leaving was mm-hmm. uh absolutely shocking to me. Um. Yeah, I didn't see any of the news about like so the Cardinals broadcaster who I think he's been with them since 2006 or seven or something. Um, he he had I only this is only in a couple states, but he had something called a persistent DWI where <laughs> it's Jesus. it's happened <laughs> so many times. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> He's like, I can't drive if I'm not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) How do you expect me to get to work if I'm not drunk right now? Come on, man. He has a breathalyzer to make sure he can drive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he just blows up and like, okay, you're good to go, man. You're persistently drunk. Um, but uh, Will just called me. Hmm. I don't think he's. I don't think he's making it tonight. Probably not. Um, but um. So he resigned a month ago. Um, and so that position was like up for grabs. Um, hold on. I told him he can hop in if he wants, but we have like, you know, seven minutes. Um, but uh, so it was between the, the finalists or him and then somebody from the Mariners uh, and he grew up in St. Louis and that's where his grandfather started announcing like Harry Carey was with the Cardinals for like mm. 20, 20 something years, which I actually, I yeah. didn't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I only see him as a Cubby. Yeah. He was with the Cardinals for like 20 years, something years before he went to the Cubs for like 10 to 15. Um, but mm. his dad, was the Braves announcer since 1978. Um, I think. I th- yeah, 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, so, even, I don't know, he just seemed to be so happy here, and it's, it's not like he, I don't think he, uh, the first thing I thought was like, oh, did he, hate it or like did something go really yeah really did wrong? something go wrong yeah um but he made some comments that were like i just felt like it was time to go home um mm-hmm. but it's still weird like he's been in georgia since he was a like like in college he went to he went to uga yeah. um 
been in Georgia since then. I imagine so, he probably went right into the Braves organization too. Yeah, yeah. because his dad was there. Um, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. He's been the main Braves announcer since 2005. Mm-hmm. So he's literally been the voice of the Braves on TV since we were like since we kids. could like yeah since we could actually understand Braves games. Yeah. So. That's and weird. it's also just so shocking that it, this is happening with like two months left until spring training. Uh, here comes Will. Hey, Will. <laughs> hey, Will. We, uh, we got like five to ten minutes at the most. Oh, but... perfect. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you just... mean like left? or? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, we're cruising right now. I just wanted yeah. to see your face, Will. Um, well, I'm happy I made it. Yeah, we're, we're talking about uh, Chip Carey leaving. Um, yeah, that does suck. Yeah, and we we already <laughs> talked about Duvall, and you, you missed that and everything. But yes, um, I it just it, I don't know. I'm sad. I'm I that honestly. I had a couple people comment or like DM me and say like I literally would rather lose Max Freed than Chip Carey. And I'm not gonna. That's that's a fucking psycho. I don't. I'm, not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge him for that. Like I, I'd have a pretty tough time choosing two, honestly. Um, mm. just because you know, I, I think a lot of people like myself expected Chip Carey to do this like until he died, or like. Uh, yeah, yeah, that know, is kind of the expectation. Or like in his 80s or something yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, but I don't. They. People are asking. Um, they're asking the main. How dare he make a career move? I mean, I... Just... <laughs> oh, I'm I'm um, but people have been asking David O'Brien, who's like the main Braves reporter, yeah. uh, who some different ideas have been. And he's like, yeah, they no one. They don't even really have a short list because like they weren't expecting this to happen. Um, yeah. So and it's also just really difficult to try to figure out who it's going to be with two months left before yes. spring training starts. Um, so like the immediate name, a lot of people have been throwing around is Ben Ingram. Who's the That's play, who by, I want. Yeah, play by yeah. play guy on radio. I, I probably honestly last year, um, I probably lit cause you know, like Braves games for you know on the West Coast would be at four in the afternoon, so like I wouldn't always be able to just like sit down and watch one TV. Mm-hmm. I probably listened to like a third of the Braves games last year, but with like my you know the fan app with Ben yeah. Ingram. Yeah, I really like him. I honestly wouldn't be upset if he's. If yeah, he's I think that's the best scenario in my head right now, um, mm-hmm. unless we tried to hire away some other person. Um, I really like uh, someone threw this out, and there's no way it's gonna happen. But like uh, the one of the announcers for the Mariners, like it was the guy that had the call for. Mitch oh, Andrews. the Hanniger. Yeah, that one is awesome. Um, yeah, but I think the most yeah the most the most obvious move is to pay someone more than they're currently being paid from another org. But yeah. Ben Ingram would be kind of nice. Yeah, I think that's probably. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people have any idea. Like, this is new for a lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then for people... So, 
most people are like, oh my gosh, I'm shocked, or like, this is sad. But there's a number of people who are like, good riddance. Like, screw <laughs> yeah. you, Chip. Goodbye. <laughs> and like, to the people who, like, there's people who hate him. And I know a couple good friends who hate him. And like, I don't understand. I really do yeah. not understand. Like, this man, uh, there's a number of people who are like, commented, commentator critiques who are like, oh, he's not. He's not the best at the game or whatever. It's like he he got me excited a lot of times. Yeah. And like his voice is great. He loves the Braves. Like he yeah. like is very good at conducting interviews with people or and just I don't know. I, I to people I, who like say they vehemently hate that man, screw you. Like I I feel I, I, I feel like it. I feel like his main critique was that he like loved the Braves so much. You know, like he was like if if you if we were like losing a game or if someone hit a home run he'd be like oh fuck you know but I love that like that was awesome like I'll never forget um when I forget who blew the who blew the save oh this was like Will peak Will Smith 2021 he like gave up a home run to Joey Votto and he's like oh there it goes like tie game and he was just like so pissed but I I love that you know you can kind of tell that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was, like, he was, like very upset as well I love they should hire Tom Brenneman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I so many deep drives to the left field. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I remember how I actually I, I thought about making a video before of just how much he hated first batter walks. Yeah. Um, like in an inning, first first AB uh, walks he would just get livid about whenever they scored, which was often. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm going to miss him, and it's going to be really, really weird whenever we play the Cardinals, watching highlights and then hearing his voice for on the Cardinals side of things. Yeah. And this just makes me hate the Cardinals so much more. They've done they, – they, they work their blood magic garbage um, mm. and just – I don't know. I, I hate them. Pulling William yeah. Contreras, not William, Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. That's crazy. Just, yeah. they're bastards. Genuinely um, wild. And then what, What 13 run, 11 runs in the first inning back in 2019, game five. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's like joining the dark side. Uh, quick, one more thing, and then I'm going to let Will give his thoughts about Duvall because we've all been waiting for them. Um. <laughs> but uh, Dana Brown, vo- vice president of scouting for us, is now becoming the general manager of the Astros, um, which is a pretty big loss for us in terms of scouting because he was the guy doing a lot of the kind of like underground scouting for these guys that like no one was looking at, including Harris and Strider, uh, who were both pretty average in their recruiting rankings. And also he was the one that found Tyler Matzik. Um, and like was uh, Alex Anthopoulos said something about how everyone was not in favor of Matzik except for Dana Brown and was basically mm. screaming at Alex on the phone to get him and sign him. Um, so congrats to him for, you know, getting a, the GM position at a, one of the best franchises in the MLB in the last decade, but mm-hmm. um, 
yeah. What thoughts on that? Anything? Uh, not much. Yeah, like I, I, I think Will makes a good point. Stuff like that's just bound to happen. Yeah. I had no real tie to him. Didn't really, you know. Yeah. No real stake. I just love the game of baseball so much. <laughs> I don't care what happens behind the scenes. So. <laughs> Fuck him, actually. (laughs) Fuck that guy. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, no. No contrarian here. I fucking hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. I, uh. It's. Whenever you're, you know, your organization's doing really well, that's when you start getting everybody picked away from you. Uh, It's just a matter of if you can keep it up. Just like Bama, you know, with Saban and his coaching factory, the carousel that he, he has rehabilitating coaches um uh i don't know yeah no i'm I'm obviously happy for him but it'll be pretty big loss for us especially when we're needing to refill our farm system um but the good news is that anthopolis has a lot of history in scouting specifically so Mm -hmm. but dana was one of the biggest parts of scouting for us so um yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll close up. But will uh, we kind of we talked about Duvall for a little bit. So he signed a one year, seven million dollar contract with the Red Sox. The gist of what I was what we were kind of saying was that it was a little surprising to see him sign for that cheap of a deal and especially like a one year deal somewhere, um, especially with the Red Sox who are like pretending like they're going to be competitive um that's why i called them an alternate version of the cubs like they think they're going to be competitive and they're signing different players for whatever but like i just not going to happen um and so he's projected for 0.6 war or 0.5 war next year which is the lowest would be the lowest of his career since he started playing like a couple games in cincinnati in 2015 um so yeah um no yeah honestly i think it makes sense because he's 34 35 or something he's, so yeah, he's, 34 he's uh i don't think it's crazy to say he's in the final year two years of like his professional career um because last year wasn't great and i don't know he's not been like an above average regular i don't know if ever i'd have to go back and look i have no idea but He's definitely trending in the wrong direction, though. I think the bigger thing with the Red Sox, yeah, they're not competitive, but I mean, that's a place where he's going to like just fucking rake with uh, the green monster. Like he's going to get so many doubles uh, and like it may not seem like he signed for like a winning team or something. But I mean, like come July, like he will not be playing with the Red Sox. He's going to be traded for some. Like like San Diego or somebody that needs like a fourth outfielder. Um, yeah. that was initially who I thought he was uh, gonna sign with, but I was yeah. thinking he was gonna sign for like a four year deal with for like forty fifty million dollars, um, which is why I thought we weren't gonna sign him. But seeing him do a one year seven million dollar contract somewhere else was like a little surprising. But mm-hmm. we did sign a bunch of bargain deals for the most part. Um, and just for reference, like he's projected at a point five war this next year, and we signed Jordan Leplo, who's like a pretty solid, versatile, like uh, tool player, um, and he's projected for point six 
next year. So, mm. I don't know. It definitely wasn't a huge loss, but it just, like, um, like Sam had said, he was kind of a low-key fan favorite for a lot of people. That's fair, but, yeah. So, um, yeah, Will, any closing thoughts on uh, Duvall, Chip Carey, Dana Brown? Putting uh, me in the spot. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that chicken place that you go to that you and Dwayne went to that one time and you didn't give me any food. Oh, I don't I take you. Uh, ask for food. What's it called again? Uh, Joella's. Joella's, yeah. Classic. I, I didn't get any either. watching y'all eat that food. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. Um, no, no, nothing else. I, I, It's just like that bad time of the year where like nothing's happening. Yeah, know. that's what we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just depression yeah. to start the show. I think, uh, I think, don't, I think pitchers and catchers report in less than a month. I think so. Oh. Yeah, I think, I it's think like they, they do for, uh, I think they might do that even sooner for the WP, WBC, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I still want to yeah. go to that, if y'all are interested, but... <laughs> Oh no! What what uh what weekend is it? It's like late March. I can't remember. Late March. When exactly? You said you're going to like France or something in late March. I'm going to France in mid March. Um, yeah. I'll be in Atlanta end of February, early March actually. So I might do a Chattanooga weekend. Um, either on the weekend before the week of February 28th or the weekend after the week of February 28th. So I'll be around. Um. I don't know why I'm saying this on air right now. Um, <laughs> these are my whereabouts. Yeah, please tell us the exact addresses that you'll be in <laughs> the times. Um, and then I'm going to Coachella in mid-April. Wow. So, yeah, no I'm finally seeing Frank Ocean live. I'm so excited. Uh, oh, man. So yeah, it might, might be hard to swing, but I like the... I like the Where are you seeing him? Wait, I'm in it. Coachella. <laughs> you said the, the, where are you seeing him? Where are you seeing him? Oh, where are you seeing him? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, that's all. That's, that's my life. That's right. my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Will, we're glad that you showed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank added you. Added a lot. Yeah. But we'll be back in a week or two. I had a number of fan questions, but like it's because I didn't expect there to be anything happening, and then all of a sudden. Duvall and Carrie and Dana Brown, and it's just like we're losing a lot of people this year there's just a lot of changes that are sad i don't know mm-hmm. but new beginnings i guess new beginnings all right well we'll see y'all in a week or two or so